Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hey, Tara. Hi, Jill. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So I heard your kids were on vacation last week. My kids were on vacation last week, and I decided to go off social media for a week, Jill. Oh, a my God. whole week. And I'm going to tell you, it's interesting because I haven't been off at all, like in, at all. Like sometimes maybe I won't post on a Saturday, but typically, you know, I post all the time. Right. It caused me so much anxiety. I was thinking so much about, oh my gosh, how am I going to lose followers and this and that. And, you know, by the third day, I said to myself, you got to calm down. And this is actually really important. And if you lose things, you will gain them back, but you have to maintain a sense of sanity. And it's really good to take a break. But so I don't know. I don't balance, would you say it was worth it to get off? for a week or did it cause you more stress than it was worth? And if you had just been on social media, you would have been better off. I think what was nice is not thinking about it all the time that I had to be engaging and commenting and all these things that you feel like you need to do. That was a relief. I could focus on my kids and like where we were and what we were doing. Um, But for work purposes, because you know, I'm quite type A, (laughs) you might I don't know. <laughs> um, that was that was difficult to pull myself away from work, but I, you know, sometimes it's good to challenge yourself and do those types of things. Yeah. And so now I'm bouncing back, and it's taken a little time now to rev up again. So it's just interesting how that works. And in the end, I am happy I did that because I did focus more on my kids and my family and and myself. So now it's March, heading into March, and. March Madness is upon us. How do you deal with March Madness? How do you kind of manage through the craziness of everything happening um, in March? Well, spring is, you know, I love spring fashion. And I am, it gets really busy for me. Obviously, my work is seasonal. So um, I'm really excited about spring. You know, we already talked about the trends. Um, so one of the things or some of the things I like to talk to people about is, you know, how do you embrace spring fashion trends all coming at you? Um, and I think the first thing to do is definitely embrace it, embrace what you like, um, you know, see how the styles work for you. I would say spend less, less on trendy items and more on quality items like get a great bag, invest in a bag or a great pair of shoes. I have, you know, a pair of Prada sandals, Jill. I literally bought them 10 years ago and I just wear them all the time and they still fit. They're comfortable. They look great. Um, So invest wisely, you know, you've heard me say that before Um, and stay true to your personality. I remember last spring, or it was the spring before last, um, Zimmerman and a lot of these had very puffy sleeves. Do you remember that? Yes. It was, and puffy sleeves are still back, but it was kind of just like this overwhelming tops that like everybody would say to me, I can't wear these. They're so overwhelming. (laughs) And so if it doesn't work for you, as you heard me say before, also is just don't 
don't wear it. But now the sleeves are uh, toning down a little bit, which is nice. But, you know, just stay true to who you are. That is great advice, staying true to who you are. I am a puffy sleeve gal for sure. You are. Um, so kind of taking a business angle on this question of how do you stay sane through March madness and, you know, March is the end of the first quarter in business. And so a lot of folks are closing out the quarter, getting ready for April and, um, things can get pretty busy. They're also just, you know, personally, there's sometimes there are March breaks with your kids, um, you know, at a school. And so balancing everything can be challenging. So I have a few things that help me stay sane. I can't say I'm really great at all of these, but I aspire to them on a daily basis. So I'd say the first is um, really setting up your boundaries and must-haves for your sanity and defend them like crazy. So for me, those things are exercise, sleep, and somewhat of a healthy diet. And if if at what I find is when things get nuts, at least one and usually three of those fall completely off the cliff. And I think it's okay for like a few days, but then I quickly realize that I am not fully functional and I really need to kind of pull it back and um, set those boundaries again. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but uh, for me, those three are kind of non-negotiable. And so I would encourage anyone to just set what are those non-negotiable things for you that you need to have to stay sane. Um, and Joe, asked, what uh, out of those three, if you had to choose, what would be your top one that you would definitely do? That's a good question. So I would like to do the sleep. That's kind of my top. But I know, and so exercise is always the last thing. But I know that exercise has a greater impact on my mood and my ability to handle ups and downs. So um, I would have to say exercise is the most important of those. Um, but good question. And it's hard to keep them all in balance for sure. Um, so the second thing I would say is uh, in your work day or your work week, I always like to think of it at almost like as like when you're cooking, you kind of clean up as you go. Um, some people are like that. Some people like to like make a huge mess and then clean up at the end when you're cooking. Um, I'm definitely a clean up as you go kind of person. And I try to take that approach with my work day and my work week. Again, it doesn't always work out this way, but I try to schedule some buffer time between calls and Zooms um, to process what I just met on and prepare for the next thing. Um, and so I like to, to aspire to clean up as I go. I'm not sure I do that all the time, but I think it's a good, it's a good way to keep yourself um, focused on the priorities that are most important to you and not get overwhelmed um, by just back-to-back -back meetings. Um, and then thirdly, saying no. So it's hard to say no sometimes, you know, if you have a, a boss or you have, you know, deliverables that are, that are demanding, um, it's hard to say no, but uh, there are definitely ways to say, you know, not now, but later and ways to say it in a nice way, ways to still get the work done, but maybe not do it right now. Um, and a, a good way to manage that is just to always check in with people who are expecting things from you and just ask them, you know, when do you need this by? Can it, can it be pushed to this date? Um, and really just try to kind of negotiate if you're feeling overwhelmed by deliverables. 
Um, those are my recipes, Tara. Well, I feel calmer already. Thank you for that. <laughs> to sum up what we, uh, some of the things we talked about um, to keep you sane in March, remember to embrace a new season trend. And if you're going to buy a new trend, invest wisely. Don't spend too much money and stay true to your personality. And in terms of your business affairs, set up some boundaries, decide what your non-negotiables are, clean up as you go, schedule buffer time between calls and meetings, and then learn to say no in a polite way. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, heated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.